You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. So today, I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about. I will be doing an episode on the book, The Four Agreements, probably for the next week, but what came up today was actually a spirit crumb, of course, and what has been happening for me this week, which I talked about in my stories on Concrete and Crystals, for the last while, I've been asking for a lot of signs from my guides because I'm kind of in this in-between period where I'm looking to take action, but I'm still not certain of what that action is. And so I've just been looking for signs and just confirmation of what I think the next steps for my path are. And of course I do my cards every day. And what happened the other day was that my brother sent me a photo of a chipmunk and then someone sent me a video of chipmunks. Then what happened was I didn't even realize it was like a sign, even though I've really been connected to them. And I was scrolling through to delete a bunch of screenshots and I came across a time when I screenshotted a really unique uh, meaning for chipmunks that really resonated with me. And what it was talking about was how the chipmunk is connected to artistic pursuits, which I have connected to most of the time. That's like what I see them for. It's usually when I'm needing that connection. And I had been talking about exploring more um, artistic and creative sides to my spiritual work. And so that was really great when I saw that. And part of that definition actually talked about it being a good time to ask for signs from your guides. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, I hear you. And then that morning I had pulled, I, I've been pulling cards for the last while. In addition to the four that I pull every morning, I've been doing spreads for myself with tarot. So I've been doing three cards from the Lightseer's tarot and then three cards from uh, John Holland's psychic tarot deck which is like an oracle deck but each card is based on an equivalent in tarot it's just like a slightly different meaning so what happened was that same morning i had pulled of the three of each two of them were repeated and i was like okay so they're basically giving me the same message twice literally in each in each deck so I was like, okay, so that's interesting. And then I kind of let it go. And then at the same time, after I found the screenshot of the chipmunk, I also found a screenshot of the meaning of one of those cards. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. And then that happened again this morning, but it's, it's with bigger messages that I've been receiving. So what I wanted to talk about actually was one of the things that's come up, which is rest and actually receiving and allowing myself to receive things and it brought up this bigger it was almost like a download I just wrote out all this stuff that came to mind that I hadn't thought about in a long time 
And what I realized was that receiving really is part of like manifestation. Obviously it's part of just completing our cycles and the cycle of creation. There's always that like harvest cycle. And for me, what really stuck out was thinking about being rewarded for action as a society. So like our achievements, um, are usually what we're rewarded for. Like even as a kid, I know a lot of people are rewarded for like their grades or if they're really athletic, they're, you know, praised for their abilities. But really we, when we decide to receive the opposite side of that, so like there's action, which is like the masculine, I guess feminine is like there is action in the feminine because the feminine likes to be busy, likes to do things, likes creation. But it's in those like masculine performing sort of ways where it's like with work or like athleticism that we're really rewarded. And then the feminine is really about receptive um, energy. But whenever we're asked, we ask for something that we want or we get something that is a material thing, we're shamed for it. Even like as a kid, if you ask for more than what you need, sometimes there's almost like a shame attached to it. Like you have what you need. Don't be greedy or, you know, you don't need that. And I think that because we're only taught to express needs in terms of like our physical needs, even as adults, just as a society, it's like if it's something you don't need, then people are shamed for wanting it. And I think that that actually from learning that from a young age, you know, we're shown all of these products, we're watching commercials all the time for all these things that, you know, we are kind of subconsciously told that we need, especially as women with like beauty products and clothing and whatnot. But then when you get the thing or when you express that you want it, people are like, why do you feel like you need that why do you feel like you deserve that why do you think you're worthy of that meanwhile it's like well I was just had it I just had it shoved in my face for the last you know number of years and then when you get to the point of getting it then either people are jealous because you have it or they don't feel they're worthy of it so seeing you with it triggers them there's just so much around receiving that when it comes time for us where we do actively want to start manifesting something or creating something, we don't know really how to work with that energy because we're actually subconsciously blocking ourselves from receiving because we're told that it's bad to want that. And I was thinking about that because I, the cards that I got today, I'm just going to walk you through my reading really quick, just so you can see kind of how this plays out for me, because I pick up on a lot of different things from the cards. And so I have one card that's grandmother earth. And this card talks about how we're rooted in the earth and how it's a time to like plant roots and really settle in and not to like jump into something too quickly. Um, not to take too many big risks. And for me, because there's something big I want to do, it's kind of like, oh, I don't really want to hear that right now. But then what I realized is I also got don't dim to fit in. So that's saying like, no, you do need to show up. There's another card that said um, it's a furs card and it's um, a plant. And it talks about how 
the energy of this card is that things are coming to you. Like there's just timing and things are that you need in order to move forward are on their way to you. And then I got the frog card in the animal spirit guidebook deck. Um, and that one is about rest and renewal. So I started thinking about it before I started my tarot and I was like, you know what, that's actually a really good point. Like it doesn't mean that I'm not going to, manifest what I want and I'm not going to get it it just means that now is a time to really root into that idea and really sit in that energy and really just have that time for rest it's still I'm still going to show up it doesn't mean that things aren't coming to me it just means that this is the period of rest and that's I realized because it's a receptive phase it's a feminine phase I have struggled a lot with this and I think I've talked about this in previous episodes I just realized like, wow, I really have had a lot around this. And I've been receiving, as I talk about on Instagram all the time, I get messages to rest, that this is a period for me to um, go inwards, to reflect. And the other side of it, which came up today in the tarot, was that I need to actually acknowledge my own accomplishments and recognize that I deserve the abundance that's coming to me and like it's making me emotional because that's a key part of manifesting is believing that you deserve it and I know that mentally and like consciously and um, logically I know that I've been doing this work for quite a while so like I know that and I know I have evidence of when I have moved through that and it's a really fast manifestation cycle when I really truly believe that something is for me I know that I manifest it very quickly (laughs) I've had that happen many times where I've changed my whole life overnight because I was like yes no this is for me and I just went with it but what happened was in this in the reading that I did today I got the magician, first of all, which says you have everything you need and that you are able, you're a capable manifester, basically. And then with that underneath, because I do them the same way I do my card pull Fridays, where like the top and bottom card and the set of three go together as one message. And so this one is the four. And I believe this one is um, like the spiritual one because it's the violet suit. And this one is foundation and achievements. And the card is literally talking about, it's like the four of wands in tarot, but it's talking about in this specific deck, taking the time to acknowledge what you've achieved and realize that like this period of rest that you're able to get is because you've already done the work. You don't have to do more work. And that I I almost started crying because I've been told so many times, like even when I graduated people were like just sit and like appreciate that you did all this work like I spent four almost five years working towards it and then I was just like okay I have to do something else now and that's a common thing for me and I think that's something because I'm a double Capricorn and I'm just very driven naturally very much my masculine which that I know I've talked about but it's funny because about a week ago I pulled a card from my uh, visionary I Ching deck and it was the two which is receptive power and reminding you that there is a power in just magnetizing things to yourself and just sitting in the energy of receiving I was like yeah I need that energy right now 
And then so seeing this card come up today, I was just like, I've done so much because yesterday, um, today I'm recording on uh, the 2nd of August and yesterday was one year since the initiation circle opened and even doing that was a big step for myself. And then I realized since then, even though I had been on a spiritual journey for a long time, that was when I really realized that this was like a calling and this was something that was more from the soul that I was meant to do like, and put action towards it. And so I've been showing up, I've done Reiki, I've done quantum Reiki, I've done a death doula course, I've done a few other development courses. I've done my own research. I've spent a lot of time studying what I feel is important for my journey and my path. And I haven't really allowed myself, even though I've been getting the message to rest since probably May, maybe before then, I really didn't, I think because I didn't really feel the worthiness with that rest. And so realizing that the re like I, I it's like my, my brain needs a reason to rest, right? And so that resonated so strongly with me today that part of the cycle is that like once you've done the work, you need to leave time and space for this, like for the the harvest. Like the seeds are planted, they're already growing. I can see them growing. <laughs> I've created the things and it's just a matter of allowing that last movement that last behind the scenes universe doing its thing to happen and that's where the surrender and the trust is and often i can do that with with things where i already kind of know that i've done the work but with this it was more like because it's bigger than i was looking so small at like individual projects and not realizing that I don't need another project, which is really hard for me because that's how I cope with like downtime is just filling it. So then after that, I pulled the four of pentacles with the eight of um, like the physical material in the other deck, which is positive movement forward. And the four of pentacles and the light seers tarot and in tarot is about structures and like making sure you have the structure there but also knowing that you're in a stable place. And I think that's just really hard for me to believe with obviously what's happened in the past with me and, you know, I'm in a bankruptcy and like, I still, I have to like realize like that's not the cycle I'm in. I ended that cycle a long time ago. I maybe just completely, you know, finalized it recently, but that is not the cycle I'm in and it hasn't been for a long time. So um, yeah, there's still parts of it that come up but it's more like chances for me to recognize the work that I've done. And so when I got that as well, I was like, that's another four. And then those two fours make an eight, which is positive movement forward. And so I was like, these are connected. And then also the fact that I've been really getting all these messages about August being really big and August 8th. So like eight, eight, the Lionsgate portal, which I talked about in my last episode, how I know there's a really big shift happening, which is why I'm offering my energetic upgrade. And I feel like it's an upgrade for myself as well. So like, I know that there's really, really strong energy there. But with this card, it again repeated that this movement forward is because of your effort. It's like emphasized in the deck, even in the guidebook. And 
I think I told you guys before, I always read the guidebook for myself unless it's one I've gotten a lot recently because otherwise I project onto it what I remember from the card or what's coming to me. And often for me, it's not the whole picture and I will miss the detail of like what I'm supposed to get from it. And so this was talking again about like, you've done all this work. It's now time for you to just, it's the, the picture is like a boat in the, it's a sailboat in the water, just like going forward, going towards the sun. And for me, that's like a sign that like, this is a time for me to just let it take me where spirit wants me to go. And like, I just have to open the sails and like the wind is spirit, right? Like the wind is the universe and I've already put in the work. I put in the directions. I know kind of the direction I'm going, but I also have to trust that I'm not the one necessarily steering the boat, right? I'm on it. I'm maybe at the front. I may be making some decisions, but I'm not the one controlling it. And then if it could not get any clearer, I got in both decks the 21 card from the Major Arcana. And so it's the world in tarot and in the Psychic Tarot, it's the universe. Again, this card, the world talks about how you're, it's the last card in the deck. And it talks about how you're at a point where you've achieved everything and everything's coming to you. And the 21 in, um, in the Lightseer's Tarot, it does talk about how like you're in the final stages, like you're in that like period of completion where you still maybe have a few things to do. You still have movement forward. Like you're not going to completely stop moving, which obviously I never do, but it does tell you like you're in that energy of completion. It's a woman standing in a circle. And so for me, that really is like being in the cycle, knowing that this is an ongoing cycle that we're in. And I talk about birth, death, death and rebirth all the time. In the universe card, <laughs> this is where I was just like, I have to do an episode on this now because it was like a huge moment in my brain where it just all came together again. And it talks about how, yes, you're at the end of a cycle, but it talks about how you specifically need to allow the universe to give to you. You need to receive because that's also how you build more gratitude. And uh, like, I already have been practicing gratitude for a long time. And there are days when it's easier than others, obviously, but I never thought of it in that way that like, I've done a lot of work and by continuing to do more things, there's not really space for anything new to come in or for opportunities or abundance or people even because I fill all of my time and I don't leave space. And so that was when I was like, okay, the fact that I got this again, because I was just telling everyone about the other two that I got (laughs) that were repeated the other day. And one of those was the fool, which is taking a leap and starting out on a journey. And for me, that is where I've been feeling. I've been feeling into that energy of a new beginning. And so today it was a reminder that like, I've done the work. I can expect that this, these new opportunities will come up, but I can't force them. It has to come from a receptive, like that feminine receiving place. We're not in, you know, a masculine, let's keep forcing things. Let's keep doing more work. Right. 
And I think because the zero of the fool also resonates with me. If you listen to my processing endings episode, I'm pretty sure that's the one. Um, I talk about how for me, which is true, I do this in other situations. I'm not good to do it for work, but in terms of like relationships or just other like parts of life, I'm really good at actually stopping. And I talk about how in numerology, there's the nine and then there's the one and the nine is completing. And then the one is beginning. And I like to think of a zero being in between, which is like this spirit area of reflection where you recognize that that circle is a cycle and that you're in the cycle in those kinds of things. Like if I end a relationship, I'm not going to like jump into another one right away. I'm going to have that time of reflection to look back at the last cycle and say, what did I learn? How did I change? What person am I now versus what person I was at the beginning of this? Look how much I've done. Look how much I've learned. There's that part of the cycle built in. And so even in tarot, the fact that the fool, you know, starting out on the journey and taking a leap and trusting, that's not a one, that's a zero. That is in that space of just imagining and reflecting and trusting. And so like I got the magician, the one today. And so that says like, yes, you know, there is that action. You have all this within you already. So like all those possibilities you're imagining in the zero. Yes, you can. You acknowledge like, yes, I can. I do have the ability to manifest those. And so in the world, it's a two and a one. And for me, that's like the feminine meeting the masculine, but the feminine has to come first. That's what really just for some reason, as I was just like getting downloads, like after I was starting to like make notes for this episode, um, which I haven't even looked at, but it just reminded me that I looked over and saw that receptive power card that I told you about earlier beside me. And I was like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> this whole reading is like, I, I got like three different cards that say you have to acknowledge your own accomplishments and the work you've already put in. And now it's my turn to actually allow the universe to give back to me because I have been coming from a place of service. I show up every week on Carpool Friday. I show up for clients. Um, I get so, I put so much energy into like my readings for people, for one-on-one sessions, healing, especially obviously like that is my like actual energy. I am channeling that for people. So me putting in this time and this effort and this energy into service, I do have to recognize that I do deserve to have something come back. And I even got the heart chakra card, I think when we pulled on Friday for the carpal Friday, and that card is all about giving and receiving. And so for me, that receiving is so difficult. It's so easy for me to complete one thing and then say, okay, what else can I do? That's usually my first question, right? And so when it comes to this spiritual work and this path, I haven't taken that time to sit in the zero. And so the fact that I got it in both decks the other day, um, it hit home even more today, thinking about this, this whole thing as a cycle. And that part of that cycle is me also receiving, like you wouldn't plant a whole garden, have all of these, this beautiful produce growing in your backyard and then just leave it and not harvest it and not watch it and be in awe and go and pick from it and receive that. You wouldn't put all that time and energy in and then just be like, all right, what else am I going to do? Like 
you know, just plow over it and start a new garden. <laughs> he wouldn't do that. Just like turn it into the ground, you know, and let it just rot in the, in the soil. Yeah. Eventually everything, it is good to give offerings back to the earth and to have gratitude. The gratitude is built into the cycle as well, but you have to have gratitude for something because you can't force yourself to have gratitude. If you're not looking at what you've done, what you're receiving, if you're not allowing yourself to receive, it's really going to be more difficult to have gratitude moving forward. And it's also like, imagine if someone gave you a gift and then you didn't thank them for it. You threw it in a pile and then you just were already looking for the next gift. Right. And so like, I have to realize like the universe wants to give back. It's that equal energy exchange, right? And like, it was difficult for me to start even like charging for this work that I do, but I had to get comfortable with that knowing I put a lot of my time and energy into everything that I do. So that part, I'm still working on pricing and worth and all of that. But I think in this case, this is a time that I'm really being tested from my own path of trusting and actually just resting and acknowledging what I've done. And so that too has to come before I start a new cycle, before I start putting energy into things again. Obviously, I'm not going to stop putting energy in and I'm going to, you know, spend time with clients that I already have. Like, that's not the point. The point is I don't have to look at the next thing right now. I just have to be in the energy of what I'm doing now. And that's where that grandmother earth card comes in, where it's saying you're putting roots down and, you know, the four of pentacles you're making things stable right now. And so I don't have to hold too tightly onto what I have, but it is the foundation, right? Like the things that I already have, the offerings I already have, the things that I enjoy doing. So that is just what came up today. And then I I have been the last two days, I've been pulling one card from the Moonology deck just to kind of like get an overall view because it's very to the point usually. And I don't use that deck often for that reason, because I use it for clarity. And today the card was believe in the impossible, (laughs) the blue moon. And I was like, this is so funny because it is so hard sometimes for me to believe that the receiving, you know, the, the manifestation will come back to me. I'm fine with doing the work, not knowing what will come back to me. I'm still going to do the work. I'm still going to trust that it's my path. I have to allow myself to sit in that energy of what could come to me and allow myself to sit in that zero. And I think that's where this belief in the impossible is, is knowing that sitting in that fool energy of like what could come is good. And also acknowledging the fact that this blue moon card, I feel is also very connected to the Lionsgate portal and also the full moon at the end of this month in Aquarius. And so this is still that energy I've been feeling of like, this is a big chance, right? Like this is a big energy portal. It's called the Lionsgate portal for a reason. It opens up these possibilities and we have to be open to uh, like receiving and also being aware of them. Awareness is part of that, right? And I was just also looking at my list here, what I wanted to talk about. Obviously, I went on a very long tangent, which was most of my points. But the other thing I wanted to just talk about is the fact that like for manifestation, I was just thinking of the example of like, when I was a kid, 
I used to make these like really long and I still kind of do it if people ask like in my family what I want and I used to make this like long list and it wasn't that I thought I was going to get all these things. I realized that I started making my list longer um, because I figured, okay, if I put a bunch of small things on here too, then even if there's like this one thing that I really want, if I put a bunch of small things, then I won't look greedy or I'll know that if I get smaller things or if I don't get the thing I want, that it was something on my list that I got, right? And like, it's making me emotional again, because we do that in life, right? When we're manifesting, we say like, okay, well, I'd be fine if this happened. Or like, we settle for something because we don't really think that that big thing is possible. But in manifestation, having a long list with a bunch of filler is almost going to guarantee disappointment because you're not putting as much energy as you could be into the one thing you really want. It's not to say that you will not get other things along the way or that you should only focus your attention on one thing if there's other things you also would like, right? Like it's okay to still have a lot of things on the list if there's things you're working towards and just knowing when to spend your energy on each thing. And, and of course, there's also the fact that some people need to be very specific and like outline details where other people just need to know what feeling they want for it. Some people just need to know in general, I want to do this thing and then just let it go. It depends on, you know, your own manifestation style. But I think if you're going to really dream of what you want, then dream as big as you can, because maybe you will get one of the smaller things sometimes, like maybe you'll get a smaller version of the thing that you want, but that's up to the universe, right? That's up to a what you believe your worth is and what you believe you deserve but also just what is in divine timing like maybe it's not the time for you to get the big thing now maybe it will show up later or maybe it will change into a different big thing so it's just a stepping stone that you'll get now but that's not something we have to decide we put out there it's a big thing and then see what comes to us and so that was just the other point that i wanted to make because i think we really need to go. That's why these periods of rest are so important because that's when we get to reflect, like I said, on all the work we've done and all the things that we have manifested for ourselves and how we've changed because that's how you recognize what you really truly from your soul desire going forward, what that next really big dream is. So I just want to put that out there to everyone that, you know, sitting in the receptive energy, knowing that you deserve to receive as part of the cycle. We're not doing the work just for the sake of doing the work. I just wanted to put that out there. And then the final thing that I will say that I made a note of here is that the 21 also makes a three, the two and the one. And so that is the the Empress, which again is a feminine creation energy, right? And so that's still in the feminine and it's still creative. So it doesn't mean that you're going to stop creating. It just means that part you have, you need both parts for the cycle and that you can still be in the feminine while you're creating. You don't have to go fully into the masculine. There's that two and one innately in the three, you need both. So I just wanted to bring that up. And then also the fact that because I pulled it twice for me, that's a 33. And that is actually the energy of the ascended masters, which I've talked about a lot. And so for me, that was another sign that this is part of my path, that I'm on the path. 
and that I am fulfilling what I'm meant to be doing. And that part of that is resting and then seeing what comes to me in this period of like incubation. That word came up a lot for me around the Empress before when I was feeling it earlier in the month. So I really hope that you're all looking forward to the new moon in the Lionsgate portal. I do have the offering for the energetic upgrade, which is a one hour energy healing session in the link in my bio. It's in both of my accounts, concrete and crystals and spirit crumbs. And I have my grief unbound community opening on the full moon in Aquarius on the 22nd. And if you sign up for that and register before the 8th, then you will also get the Lionsgate portal energetic upgrade included for free. You'll get a code for that. So feel free to reach out if any of this resonates with you or if you're interested in any of the offerings. And I look forward to connecting with you. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.